0: In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg. As his Republican rivals sparred on stage in California at their second primary debate, Donald Trump was in the battleground state of Michigan Wednesday night, working to win over blue-collar voters in the midst of an auto worker strike. Trump, in his speech, lambasted President Joe Biden and his push for electric cars the day after Biden joined striking workers on the picket lines in Detroit. The dueling appearances had the feel of the opening of salvo of the 2024 general election which is increasingly looking like a rematch between Trump and Biden, even though voting won't begin until early next year. With winter approaching, the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services is urging everyone to be prepared for illness by getting vaccinated. Michigan Chief Medical Executive Natasha Bagdazarian tells us the new COVID shot is now available. She says we've moved into a new era in which COVID can be viewed as similar to the flu. COVID has become, or is becoming, I should say, more of a seasonal issue, and this is what we were anticipating. We were really looking forward and expecting COVID to have sort of seasonal peaks and, and valleys the same way that other viruses do. Agdasrian says with vaccines and treatments now available, a person can greatly reduce their risk of serious illness. Even if they do get infected, now is the time to get the vaccine. It's a good idea to get vaccinated sometime in late September, which is right now, or into October, so that you've got those really good antibody levels in the coldest, darkest winter months when these viruses tend to spread the most. Begdasrian says everyone should also get vaccinated against the flu. She notes the federal government still gives out free COVID tests, which can be ordered at covidtests.gov. She asks those who are feeling ill to get tested, stay at home, and wear a mask when going out. Two meetings are planned for next month for residents of Chickaming Township, New Buffalo, and Three Oaks to learn more about plans for Indiana-Michigan Power's New buffalo Bridgman Transmission Line Rebuild Project. I&M plans to rebuild 21 miles of power lines and power poles throughout the area at a cost of around $51 million. The project starts next year. An open house on the project was held in June, and that has led to some changes. They include the installation of wooden power poles, as opposed to steel poles, in the village of Three Oaks, and the possibility of reimbursements for some tree removals on private property. I&M will present the updated plans on Monday, October 9, at Chickaming Township Hall, and Tuesday, October 10, at Three Oaks Elementary School. Both presentations will start at 6.30, and both are being offered over Zoom, We have links to both of those meetings on our website, WSJM.com. Work on the Transmission Line Project is expected to take place from 2024 through 2026. City of South Haven residents have the opportunity tonight to hear how their local candidates for mayor and city council stand on the issues. The South Haven chapter of the American Association of University Women is sponsoring a candidate forum this evening. AAUW President-elect Julie Pollack says it's not supposed to be a debate, per se, but really an opportunity to explore local questions. You know, we do have, you know, a committee that talks with people in town and try to find out what people's concerns were and things like that. And they do have a pretty good list of questions, but everybody attending has the opportunity to write down specific questions that they might be you know interested in having answered. Pollock says all candidates for city office have confirmed they will attend. The event starts at 7 o'clock tonight at the South Haven High School in the Listiac Auditorium. The event is open to the public. Lawmakers in Lansing are planning a reform to the insurance reform. New legislation aims to fix a problem caused by Michigan's 2019 auto insurance reform law. Brain Injury Association of Michigan Director Tom Judd tells us Senate bills 530 and 31 would create a fee schedule that must be honored by insurance companies when paying rehabilitative care providers. He says changes to the catastrophic coverage rules made in Michigan's auto insurance system that were made with the 2019 law have made it impossible for some care providers to service patients that are most in need calls the new Senate bills a narrow fix to the 2019 law. It fixes the unintended consequences of the law in 2019. And the intent of the law was to obviously reduce insurance premiums. One can argue whether that's happened or not. But what it definitely did was cause a problem to access to care and really cause a crisis in care. Judge says since the auto insurance law was reformed in 2019, the association has seen care providers close their doors, reduce who they serve or dismiss people with the most intense need, he is expecting pushback on the new legislation from the insurance lobby but says changes are needed. The bills from state Senators Mary Kavanaugh and Sarah Anthony were introduced this week. A Wayne County lawmaker is working to lower the prices of bottled water at games and concerts. State Representative Dylan Wagala of Garden City has proposed legislation that would set upper price limits for bottled water at stadiums and concert venues. Right now at these venues... The profit margin is 35 to 1 or so for a bottle of water. Um, We are still under this legislation um, allowing for a massive profit margin of 10 to 1, but wanting to make it a little bit more reasonable for consumers. Mogalla says venues would still make a profit on water, but this legislation would ensure everyone can afford it. He says people need affordable water to stay hydrated or beat the heat at concert events. The nonprofit group 100 Women Strong has announced their 10th annual Leaders of Distinction luncheon honorees. Lynn Cristiano, co chair and founding member of 100 Women Strong, says they will recognize Bertha Carson King and Dorothy Moon, co founders of Strong Women of Faith Breast Cancer Support Group. The keynote speaker is Melinda Gruber, Medical Group and Continued Care Services Vice President for Corwell Health. All three of these women are breast cancer survivors themselves, and they have stepped up and led and shown by example how to move forward with grace when you're dealing with a frightening illness. Cristiano says 100 Women Strong provides emergency financial help to Berrien County women who are working or go to school but find themselves in financial crisis. We're talking about rent, um, avoiding an eviction, emergency car repairs, emergency um, medical expenses, and we just do whatever we can to help them get past that emergency need. Tickets are still available for the luncheon that will be held on October 26 at Shadowland on Silver Beach. For more information, you can visit their website, 100womensstrongbarian.com, or look at their Facebook page. Nonprofit Zero to Three has released its latest state of babies report, and it shows Michigan could use some improvement when it comes to the health of its youngest residents. The report is intended as a resource to give policymakers and advocates data needed to inform and implement strong policies to support parents and caregivers in nurturing babies and toddlers. Michigan falls in the Improving Outcomes tier for good health. Patty Cole is one of the authors of the report, which looked at maternal health, mental health, child care, housing, and economic security. Michigan's actually pretty good on crowded housing, but when you look at disaggregated data, you see that families of color are not doing so well. Michigan performs better than national averages on key indicators such as the percentages of babies receiving preventative medical care and receiving recommended vaccinations. The state is performing worse than national average on indicators like the infant mortality rate and the percentage of babies receiving preventative dental care. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg.